The Reaper, The Maelstrom, and The Thief is a Dungeons & Dragons show by Rollcast and is intended for mature audiences. It contains mature themes, strong language, violence, and drug references. Full content warnings can be found in the episode description. So this following little section was recorded slightly prior to our actual, um, our actual session. And it is just between me and Coogan, also known as Gregor. <coughs> and we are lovely. We <laughs> are following up with them after last session, after we saw Gregor and Bimit essentially just fly away to lands unknown, leaving both Rag and Ivok behind. So, Gregor, we yes. join back up with you and Bimit, mm-hmm. as you are now in the Salt Plains. It's an area that you've not been in quite a few weeks, mm-hmm. but it is pretty much exactly the way that you remember it. There are like just piles of salt everywhere, um, some rock formations creating just quite high spires in the sky, some of them jagged, some of them crooked around. Um, the way that the place that Bimit has actually landed though isn't too far from where you found him in his cavern. You are mm-hmm. landed in the Arios. So if you remember, oh, the Arios is the area that basically has a lot of large cracks around it and the cracks mm-hmm. lead underground. Yes. And yes. as the wind blows by, it reaches the salt again and just kind of lifts it into the air and just like before with the salt in the air just kind of glistens for a couple of seconds right back down right i get off i'm gonna get off bimit's back and just give him a pat on the just pat on the neck and it's like oh that was invigorating thank you very much for that bimit's enjoyed the company whilst flying <laughs> I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. I envy you when you do that. I really do. It is definitely blessing for Bimit until Bimit got larger. Bimit was unable to fly quite as high. I understand that. I'm sure I weigh quite a bit, but I'm sure I didn't. I'm sure you didn't struggle with that. You kind of just hear a, just kind of as he's laughing. <laughs> right, let's do some hunting. Just kind of nods, like nods enthusiastically. So right. around uh, you, sorry, I was going to say, I was going to say, do I see any wildlife around me? Around you, immediately, you can't really quite tell anything. Um, uh, you can't really see anything, should I say? There are still um, a couple of small cacti and you know like some small wispy fauna stuff like that most of it looks like it's either dead or dying but roll me a perception check please to see if you can find one uh, to find anything perception yep there it is i got a 14. okay 14. then it's also gonna have a check 
Uh, Bimit is just kind of like looking around, you know, like just looking at all the sand and uh, looking at all the salt. You see him kind of jump up for something and jump into like a salt dune, but you realise he he was just kind of guessing at that point. Okay. You, you, however, with that 14, you do see a little bit of movement um, in the distance. It is quite small and it's set close to the floor. But um, like near where one of the large cracks in the Arios that leads to the underground is, you can see a little bit of movement. But from the distance that you're at, it's a bit hard to make out. Shh, Bimit. And I just point to where I see the movement in the cracks. So Bimit, Bimit kind of looks to where you're pointing, and he kind of like lowers himself down, and he starts sneaking towards it. I kind of just follow. I yeah, I start going into like sneak mode. Okay, so both of you do stealth then, so you end with it. Not gonna go well. Oh, by the way, Tom, I have a D on my stealth. Does that uh, disadvantage? Disadvantage, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, roll stealth with disadvantage, I'm afraid. Oh, no. Ah, <laughs> oh, had a natural 20 on the other one. So, a 9. So Bimit is just kind of like crawling, crawling on his belly, basically close to this movement. And as he gets closer and closer to it, you, to begin with, you're not doing too bad. But then um, there's a bit of a gust of wind and it kind of gets into one of your eyes and you just kind of instinctively kind of like try and claw it out a little bit. But doing so creates like a bit of a with your armor. Okay. And at the distance that you're at, you now see that what you had spotted was in fact a salt rabbit. But with that movement, you've kind of just scared it down into the cracks. Eesh. My bad. Bimit just kind of growls slightly, not in annoyance, but more, you know, like acknowledgement that, you know, you fucked up. <laughs> I'm not I'm not good at sneaking, unfortunately, Bimit. Got my However, way of doing things. However, Bimit just, rather than give up, Bimit starts bounding into the cracks itself. Like, okay. down into it. Um, do you follow him? Yes, yes, I'll follow him. So, it's a little bit of a drop, it's about a 5-10 foot drop. But you go straight onto like a cliff edge, essentially similar to, the, uh, similar to when you travelled under the Arios before. However, you're still quite high up enough that the sun is still reaching through. There's quite a few shafts of light coming across. And because of that, none of the luminescent floor, um, luminescent flowers or mushrooms are visible. However, okay. you do see Bimit still bounding after this rabbit. Right, uh, can I just look over the side, see how far down it goes? Yeah, so as you peer over the side, you see that there's about a 40 foot drop. And at the bottom of the drop is a body of water that's flowing back down to Salt Harbour, or back across to Salt Harbour, should I say. You realise that this is actually the path that you were on before when you first found Bimit. Oh, oh okay. Is, it, is Bimit gone down? It gone no, down he's, further? He's ahead. He's ahead on the path itself, but not over the edge. Oh, okay, you yeah. Just see okay. Him, you can just see him, like, bounding after it. Right, uh, yeah, I, follow, I just follow him at this point. Yeah. After another minute or two of chasing, Bimit, you can tell Bimit's getting a bit frustrated that he's, despite his size and his speed, he's unable to catch it. So he kind of like sits back on all fours, rears his head back, 
and lets out a burst of flame. The flame hits the salt rabbit and immediately kills it. <laughs> well done, Vivid. Well done. I was going to say, as, as he raises his head back in, you just hear it from the rabbit. And when the flames settle down, the rabbit is burned, but it's not incinerated. It's... Can I go? I'll go over to the rabbit and just pick up the legs in front of me. And then I look at Bibbit and just chuck it up into the air for him. Yeah, so you lift up the rabbit and yeah, it is quite singed. It's quite badly singed. But if you chuck it up, Bibbit just straight away catches it in his mouth. Just gulps it in one. I just, I just chuckle. <laughs> Let's go and see if we can find any more Bibbit. He just nods. Burnt salt rabbit. Best salt rabbit. <laughs> Even better than steak. Equal to steak. Equal. Yeah. Come on, then. So let's you, go. As you continue wandering down the path, roll. Uh, yeah, the cliff like edge on the Arios. Roll me another perception check, please. That is a thirteen. A thirteen, and Bimmer got much better that time. Mm. So as you're walking down the kind of cliff face and you can just hear the water kind of passing by underneath, the occasional bird from above just caw, caw. Um Bimit notices a another bit of movement. Um he can't quite tell what it is at first, but he then starts bounding after it. Right you, sorry. I was just gonna say oh. you with your thirteen you see slightly beyond where Bennett's running, you can see like a little pile of stuff, but you can't quite tell what it is from this distance. Okay, pile of stuff. Um, yeah, can I go over and investigate that then? Just as curiosity. Yeah, so as you're, as you're walking over to this pile of stuff, you can hear Bimit just bounding after something else, and then the sound of biting and tearing and everything. <laughs> and you assume that Bimit has found yet another thing. Yeah. But in front of you is a skeleton. Um, okay. It it looks like it's been there for quite a while. The salt from the top has kind of blown down and started covering it slightly. Mm-hmm. And you can see that this skeleton still has some simple clothing on it. It's got a cotton spun shirt and with like little straw, not straw, little string cords fastening it and some black trousers. Right, can I just have a... Can I just kneel down and have a closer look, see if there's anything on the body? Yes. What are you looking for exactly? Uh, basically, maybe, uh, like probably any trinkets or anything like. That. Just more, more secure curiosity. Actually, how he died. Yeah. Uh, roll me. Roll me investigation, then, please. I was going to say roll me medicine to see how he died, but it's a skeleton at this point. So yeah, roll me sure. investigation. As you're kind of leaning down, you can hear as Bimit kind of like comes close and sees what you're doing. Fifteen. You find a small sack, um, like a coin purse, and as you open it up, you see that there is about fifty gold in there. Oh, lovely! As well as a small gem, small red gem, small red gem as well. Okay. Just... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna just take that thingy out and I'm gonna keep five I'm gonna take five gold coins out of it yeah and I'm just gonna look at Bimit and just just against my fingers like do you want it 
just kind of shuffles himself up. So I just flick all like five of them just up in the air for him into his he mouth. He immediately like just gulps them down. And, and after literally a split second, you see him start like just growing bigger again. Rather than being a small horse, he is now at the height of you. Like your height when he's on Oscar. (laughs) Get a big boy now, aren't you? Roll me a... Let's see. Roll me a... Roll me a nature check, please. With advantage, because Bimit is similar to you in terms of makeup. Yeah. In two twelves. Uh so that is eleven unfortunately. Uh, you're not you're not sure with that then, but Bimit is definitely older than he was before. You would if you had to make a guess, you would say he is pretty much a young adult at this point. Huh. Hey. You're looking the part now, um, Bimit. Bimit looking like terrifying, terrific dragon. <laughs> yeah, I kind of just like do a nervous, nervous chuckle at this point, like, <laughs> yeah, like as if it's uh, like, don't attack me, please. <laughs> yeah, no, he just kind of notices and just. <laughs> what is odd though is that he's also noticed the skeleton. And he kind of just like, he looks at you and then just kind of reaches his face down gingerly and picks up the skeleton slowly. And he just kind of looks at you to see if you're going to stop him. I just look at him just like, do what you want, Bimit. I'm not the master of you. He just kind of picks it up and then he kind of like, with his claws, he starts scaling up the Arios itself. Okay. I, I just I just watch at this point. And See he goes over the top out of the way. Just left me. Yeah, pretty much. Fair enough. I just go right. Um, I'll just I'll just have a look around. See if there's any more food that I can find. Okay, roll me a perception check then, please. As the wind continues picking up and more salt is coming around everywhere. That is. That's persuasion, never mind. Uh, perception, yeah. So, 12. Uh, there is nothing there. There is literally nothing there now. Right. Can I see where the hall is where we went into where we found Bimit? Uh, roll me a perception again <laughs> then, please, because it's not the exact area that you was before, but oh, okay. it's recognisable to you. You know you've been here. <laughs> Five. <laughs> Actually, you you don't recognise this place at all. You don't know that you've been here. You thought you'd been here, but then you realise that all of the area is very similar. Right. Uh, do I see one of the holes in the in the side of the cliffs or anything? There are no there are no blast holes in this area. Right. All right. I'm just going to take a nice, easily walk back. You know, back up uh, the cliff. Uh, the yes. Side thing. So it's... as you you continue walking, but then you realise. At the rate you're going, you're gonna be, you're gonna end up being quite a far distance away from where you dropped in. So if you want, you can try and scale the cliff itself. 
Yeah, okay, I'll try and scale the cliff. Yeah, that'll be a, a strength with advantage, because it's, it's only 10 feet, so it's not that far at all. Okay, so... Good job. Still not flipping helpful. Um, 12. So yeah. your, hand, your hand kind of scrabbles, but you manage to pull yourself up and over. Right. You are now Boop. back on the top of the Arios itself. Mm-hmm. Bimit doesn't appear to be anywhere in sight yet. Right. Well, I'm just going to look for more food anywhere. Just yeah, another roll another order. perception check, please. Oh, actually, no. Can I use my bag of tricks? Yes, what What do you wish to do? I just wish to some, just bring one of the fireballs and then chuck it on the floor. Yeah, uh, so how does that work again? Because it's been Basi- quite a while. Basically, I roll a d8. Yeah. And whatever number it is, it, I've got like number one for weasel, number two, yeah. And so on yeah, and so yeah. forth. Yeah, it depends what it. I roll. Throw that out then. Right. A weasel. So you kind of reach into your bag of tricks, throw out this fluff, and it just. Boom, a weasel appears. Right. I tell it to climb onto my shoulder. I just whisper in. Weasley, by any chance. Weasley, yep. Weas- yeah, just- Weasley the weasel. And I just, and I just whisper to it. Try and find food. Any animals that there is in this vicinity. And just kind of shuffles down and scurries off. As you're walking around, as Weasley's just kind of ferreting around, essentially, um, you spot that skeleton. Oh. It is well, I'll look. Oh, go on. Sorry, I was just going to say, it no longer has clothes, it's just a, a skeleton. Oh, okay. Do I see Bimit around? Real perception again. There's another big gust of salt. Perception. Uh, 13. Um, you can't see Bimit, but around about 10 or 15 feet, Looks to be a humanoid figure walking towards you. I just get my sword out. Just gonna say you don't recognise it. Who, who goes there? So another gust of wind, uh, gust of wind blows some salt up again, and like in the twenty feet between you and this humanoid, the salt kind of like swishes up and around, and as it drops, you see that. Standing there is what appears to be a human who looks to be about six foot and is quite jacked, like quite well built. Not overly, but you know, like muscly. Um, This human has spiky bright red hair, which is about medium length and it kind of falls up and around. Um, They've got quite an angular face and a broad chin. Do I I recognise him at all? (laughs) Roll me... Just roll me a straight-up wisdom check. Oh, as you as you notice these icy blue eyes. For fuck's sake. Ten. Roll it with advantage when you yeah. see that they are wearing a simple cotton-spun shirt and some black trousers. Oh, fuck it. All right. That is a 21, not a natural. There we go. Thank you. You're, you've never seen this form before in your life. You've never seen this person before in your life. 
But you've been around a certain thing enough times to recognise those icy blue eyes. You're not quite sure how, but you think this might be Bimit. Bimit? Is that you? So the the figure just smiles and walks forward. And let's see if I can pull this voice up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Gregor. It is, it is I. I just let off a big laugh. It's like, it's just absolutely impressed. I start walking around him like, how? 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 And he spreads his, spreads his arms as you're looking around. You know, I wouldn't have known myself, but since I've been fed all those gold, all of those pieces of gold, my body has advanced far faster than my mind. However, when we were flying through the air, when we hunted together, it seems like something finally clicked, and my mind finally caught up with my body, and I remembered the knowledge that has been passed down for generations of my kind. When my kind is able to take flight, true flight, beyond the clouds, we gain access to all sorts of powers and abilities, and one of them, one of them is this, being able to take the form of a human. <laughs> I just like an even bigger laugh, like, Bimit, you do not see, you always seem to amaze me, no matter what you do. Well, I thought, I didn't quite know if this would work myself, but like I said, some innate knowledge was in me to try this. And I thought, well, if I can take this form, maybe the others will finally see me as an equal. They'll no longer see me as a weapon, or a pet, or a threat. They'll see me as an equal member of this group. I just go up to Bim, I just go up to Bim, I just think he'd him on the shoulder. Bimit. I never saw you as a weapon. I know. And that is why I... That is why I allowed you to ride with me. And why you are the first to see this form of mine. However, I will request but one thing of you, my... My kin. Of course, of course, anything. Do not tell the others about this until I am ready. Can you say that again? Just for a minute. Headset's gone off. Can you hear? There we go. Yep, there we go. Do not tell the others about this and about this form that I can take until I am ready. For I I believe I can only take it once a day until I rest. And oh. Well, I want to I want to show them myself at some point. Well, I mean, understa- understandable. I mean, a- anything for you, Bennett. But I mean, I feel, like I just literally just put my hand on my heart, just like I, I feel honoured that you got to show me this first. Well, of course we are. I feel like every member of our group is like kin to me. You all found me when I was young and weak, and about to pro- potentially die. Especially if it were other mercenaries who found me. However, you and I, we are of the same blood. We are both dragons. I may not look like it now, but my true form is that of a dragon. And that is of yours too. He kind of like has his hand in like a sideways fist, kind of 
bumps it against your chest. You may not be able to take flight, but you are a truer dragon as there has ever been. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you see it that way, Bimit. I really do. Just By nice. the way, it wasn't too far from here that we found you, was it? I don't believe it was, no. I think it was maybe a mile or so. It just kind of gestures downwards that way. I must admit, May though, the salt plains all merged into one. Bimit, do you mind if I ask you a personal question? I am able to answer it, I will. Did you ever meet your mother? Just kind Did you of... ever know her? Sadness flashes across his face for a couple of seconds as he's, he's thinking pensively. I met her... well, when I was hatched, I saw her. However, the days that I spent with my mother were short indeed. I was taken from her at an early age, I believe I may have told you already, from a witch who set me in a crystallized form. For Don't believe what you reason did. I do not know. Well, well, just <laughs> maybe I missed that. But yes, a witch abducted me from my mother when I was but a, a small wormling, not too much younger than when you met me. So unfortunately, my the memories of my mother are very sparse indeed. <laughs> well, I envy you for those memories, even though there were few. I mean, as I, as I look out into the distance, I wish I could see my mother. I never it's met kind of... her. I never even knew her. I was taken away from my village as a uh, when I was even in my egg. Kind of nod solemnly. Solemnly. I think Truly. you and I. I think you and I are quite a lot alike. Truly, I believe we are. It is an unfortunate fate that will often fall upon the dragon kind of this world. Even one such as yourself, who bear a strong resemblance to the humanoids of this world, are castized, cast out, and seen as nothing but feral animals. That's why our kind should stick together, I think. He just nods and just kind of like places a hand on your shoulder. Right. I agree. I just go, well, I get bored of hunting now. I'm going to, and I just call back my weasel. This weasel just comes back and it's got a couple of herbs in its mouth, but no actual animals. I just give him a smile and just take out, just take it out of his mouth and just put it in my pocket. Yeah, you've now got some random herbs. Right. Shall we get shall we get going back to the others, Bimit? He kind of he laughs and just nods, but before he does Yes, of course. However, if you do not mind, I would just like to sit and take in this area for the last time with these human eyes before I have to turn back into my true form. Right, without saying anything, I just nod and just literally just sell my ass, just on the yeah. floor. That's it. So, as we fade away from this scene, as the camera pans out, essentially, and we see a large landscape of the salt plains, with the wind just kind of blowing through, um, and the sun is now starting to reach almost towards its zenith, yeah, we see you kind of sat, and Bimit just kind of sits next to you, hands, like, on his knees looking out 
across the area that he once called home, Weasley, on your shoulder. The Reaper, the Maelstrom, and the Thief is a Dungeons & Dragons show by Rollcast, and this was a bonus, smaller episode. Rollcast was Coogan as Gregor the Last, and Tom Crabb as the DM. Intro, midpoint, and outro music were provided by JB. Editing and sound mixing was done by Tom Crabb. Although this bonus episode was much smaller than usual, we would still like to thank the following for allowing us to use their tracks. Kevin McLeod, Michael Gelfi Studios, Technoax, and The Seventh Midnight. Full links to all the tracks used are in the episode description, so if you like what you heard, please check out these amazing artists. If you like what we do, and want to show your support, then check out our socials. Follow our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash cast that role. Follow and tweet at us on Twitter using the handle at cast that role. And subscribe to our YouTube channel using the handle at cast that role. You'll be able to get episode updates and random bits of law and information on both Twitter and Facebook. And our YouTube page has all of our current episodes up in a visual format. Don't want to watch, but still want to listen? Well, we got your back. Look for Rollcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, Good Pods, and all other podcast platforms. Episode 11, Rock You Like a Thunder Wave, releases next week, the 26th of April. And then from then on, we'll be back to our usual fortnightly schedule. We've got some amazing things coming up for you guys in the next couple of sessions, and we can't wait for you all just to see how everything pans out. Until then, though, thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you again for the next session. Thank you.